have a question for you. What's the difference between hearing and understanding? And what difference does that difference make? I have a friend, very dear friend, who just turned 83 years old, and he says, you know, I've seen a lot of changes in my life, a lot of things I like, a lot of things I don't. But one of the changes I don't like is in recent years, people don't talk as loudly as they used to. I find that very rude. I don't know, I think there's a little something else, I think a little hearing issue. I said I think there's a little hearing issue going on. But what about understanding? There's a famous story of a group of Anglican missionaries at the very beginning of the 20th century decided they were going to evangelize rural China and Cantonese areas. And they would go from village to village and would attract a lot of attention because no one had ever seen Westerners before. And they'd read John 3.16 out loud and say, does anyone want to be baptized? And no one wanted to be baptized, so they crossed the name off the list. Well, they're obviously all damned here. Let's go on to the next village. And did this for a year, and no one asked to be baptized. They were reading the King James Version. They were speaking to Chinese people in English. They heard, but they had no possibility of understanding. But what happens when you hear and you sort of understand? Give you an example. When my youngest niece was a toddler, as you know, toddlers are giving to screaming. Ah! So I would jump up and my sister would say, no, don't listen to her, she's just cranky. She missed her nap. Ten minutes later, ah! I jumped up and he said, no, don't worry about her, she's just mad because she can't get her way. Third time, ah! I just sit there and my sister yelled at me, how can you just sit there? Don't you know that she's hurt? Well, well no, actually. I, I don't even like teaching college freshmen, so toddlers is there's a gap. Don't quite, quite understand. You know, but a mother can pick out her child's voice from a whole crowd and a playground and know what that cry means. Now let's talk about Jonah, who did not want to go and give the announcement, 40 days and then it will be destroyed. They obviously heard him, and they obviously understood him, and they obviously understood something about God. How do we know that? Because they repented. Whatever the Ninevites had against them, they were obviously sinners. They had to be called to conversion. When they were called to conversion, they converted. They fasted sackcloth ashes. So they must have known at least something about the reality of God, about the justice of God, about the power of God, about the mercy of God that when the prophets spoke, they were willing to turn their lives around. That's what conversion means. Metanoia in Greek means to, to turn around. So now we have this gospel scene. Our Lord, the carpenter from Nazareth, the great wonder worker, the healer, the exorcist, who preaches in a spirit of authority, not like the scribes and the Pharisees, says what? The kingdom of God is at hand. Now it is time to repent. Some people did, and some people didn't. And now the question is, what about us? What about us? We've heard the word of God, sometimes, maybe a little bit. 
we've understood enough to keep coming back more or less, some of us even on time. Some of us are so impressed with what we hear that we sit and pray about it afterwards. Some of us pay attention to Father so closely that they don't applaud the musicians when Father asks them not to. And then there are others. Hearing, understanding, leads to action, leads to obedience. When I was a missionary in Southeast Asia and I was teaching English, and the same woman said, Father, I know it is obedience. It is to hear and it is to do. If you cannot hear, you cannot obey. And if you do not do, then it is not obedience. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Even the root words of obedience comes from audere, which means to hear. So what about us? My job is to tell you the kingdom of God is at hand. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ is with us. Our crucified and risen reigning Lord will return in glory to judge the living and the dead and the world by fire. We're all of us, regardless of our age or condition, quite literally running out of time and into eternity. And the question becomes, what are you going to do about it? If we hear and we understand and then we don't act, we will be judged very severely. Now you can never stand before God and say, no one ever proclaimed the gospel to me. No one ever told me that the risen Lord would demand that I forsake my sin. That guy from New Jersey with the beard, he just told you. Okay, I did my part. Now it's up to you. What's the moral of this story? While there is still time, and no one knows how much time any of us or all of us have, while there is still time, it is time to get ready for eternity. And in God's providence, right after Christmas, Lent is coming very early. I think that was very smart on God's part. I, I told him. I haven't heard back yet, but I did tell him. Hearing, understanding, acting. How to live it. How to live it. Well, I ask you today and for every day of this week to pray for three graces, three special blessings. First, pray to be alert. You can't really hear if you're not alert. Part of being alert means putting down devices and picking up things that look like this, you know, books. We should do that a lot, especially with Lent coming. And then we need to pray for wisdom to understand. That means talking to smart people, reading catechisms, and sitting still and letting God work in our heart and mind. And finally, pray for the grace of obedience to act on the divine word that has been spoken to your senses, to your mind, and to your heart. Undertake a fearless moral inventory and make a decision, make a detailed list of all the things unworthy of your baptismal dignity that have to be gotten rid of. If we do that, if we live and pray with alertness and wisdom and obedience, if we hear, we understand, and we act, then we can join the psalmist and say, Here I am, Lord. Teach me your ways. I have come to do your will.
or we can do something else something that doesn't involve hearing and understanding and obedience and we'll see who made the right choice my god's holy name be praised now and forever